So hello and welcome back to the next episode of my podcast, Dating Tips for Single Women. I'm your host, Antje Boyd, founder of findtheoneelite.com. And today I have a very special, as a matter of fact, I have an international guest here with me from Ireland, Lorna Poole. Hi, Lorna. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me here. Yay, I'm so excited to hear how do Irish women think? <laughs> so yeah, great. I think um, cultures are pretty much the same when it comes to the root. That's so great. That, that would be such an aha moment for some of the women. So let me tell you a little bit about Lorna so you actually know who is this magnificent woman. So are you always attracting the commitment folks, the emotionally unavailable and the players? Raise your hand, right? So, I mean, who doesn't? Um, if you're single, you probably do. Wondering how to get the excitement of a bad boy with the commitment and dedication of a long-term boyfriend? Lorna has walked your journey. She always jokes she made all the mistakes for you, right? She's like, she walked the path for you so you don't have to do it. Today, she's sharing with you how to get off the bad boy roller coaster of feeling hurt and disappointed disappointed by men to attracting the good guy with an edge you know all the qualities of bad boy excitement but with a quality guy you will want to keep and share your life with welcome lorna thank you i'm great to be here yay yay and Lona is really a renowned relationship expert. She just put on her own telesummit. So very, very magnificent work. So, so Lona, tell us a little bit more. I'm sure the listener wants to know right now why you just said you walked the walk for us. So tell us, like, what, what, what happened to you? What kind of man did you attract? And how did you get to where you are today? Um, it, it's an interesting story because <clears throat> when I was a kid growing up, and I have beautiful parents, by the way, um, my father was, you know, controlling. He was kind of the boss of the house. My mom was a housewife. And I remember, I remember a very special um, moment where my mom was very upset. Dad was shouting at her. And I was about 11 years of age. And I said to my mom, why does she put up with this? And I remember her answer so clearly. And she said to me, all men are the same. And that's just the way it is. And I remember in my head thinking, I will never end up like you. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I fought what I grew up in for a long, long time. And what I would do is I was attracted to the guys that played with your head, that never committed, mm. that um, just didn't care, but they were exciting. And I loved the high. And what I did is as a young girl, and a lot of people relate to this, I wanted to get out of home. I wanted to be in any other place in the world than in Ireland, in my home. So I traveled and I traveled for 15 years. And what I would do is when you're the Irish girl in America or Australia and another country, everybody loves the flesh blood, <laughs> fresh blood. So um, I would show up and towards the end, you know, there'd be loads of chemistry because I was working very intensely with people and I'd end up in a relationship with a bad boy and I would, get on a plane and I would leave and I never have to deal with anything and I would go from that to oh those boys are not good for me mm -hmm. and I go out with a good guy and I go out with a good guy for about a year and a half and then I, I, would, I would never be attracted to and I would be always convincing myself that 
you know, I should be. And that would never work and it would end. And I did this yo-yo for my whole 20s. And in my late 20s, I met three really dodgy men. <laughs> and uh, the last one was controlling. Mm -hmm. And I always call him my one bad boy too many. And I hit the worst part of my life, a very, very low point. It looked like I was heading for depression, but I now know that that was situational and I didn't believe in it. So I looked for answers. And the bad boy thing came repulsive to me after that. And now I'm in a loving relationship. We're going on three years and we're having our little girl in April. Uh, so it's very possible, I can tell you, because I've been there. I dated idiots. Oh, and that's how my coaching came, came about as well. I was like, there's got to be more to life. And I started looking for answers. And from that, I was in the USA at the time, and I reached out to a coaching school, and it just snowballed, and everything just fell into place and flowed. And I mean, best thing that ever happened. Yeah, it's really. So that sounds like that was your turning point. Was really like, you know, becoming a coach and really understanding how in the world did you attract those bad boys, those unavailable men, those we call them dodgy men into your life. Yeah, and I noticed when I traveled as well. Some people, not everybody, when you're not happy at home mm -hmm. in yourself. You don't kind of want to stay home in your environment either. Good point, right? Good point. Exactly. Exactly. And then nobody wants to come home either because, you know, if you can't stay home at, in your own home, then how in the world are you want to make it enticing for a man to be like, this is a good home for you, baby. Right? So, I mean, it's not going to work, right? You want to sense, make signals to them. And, and Lona, what would you say in working with, single women, what do you see as some of the, you know, blind spots or just ways of being that women are just not aware of that keeps them attracting those kind of men or, or you know, maybe the way of communication with those men. So how, what do you see there is the missing link? What I see as the missing link is it's amazing how many people will not will take the courage to give up something that's not serving them. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to share with you some very typical clues of a guy that's not good for you. They're very subtle that I, I see when, when coaching is that women don't always pick up on this because of Hollywood movies and the way we're brought up and everything. We think it's romantic, but the guy's not being romantic. He's horrible. Um, <laughs> and there's subtle signs that you can, figure out very early on one of the things I always say is your foundation sets up your future relation so when you get really clever at the beginning of seeing what's the difference between a quality guy and a wrong guy you start to come and then have the courage to let go and put your energy to what you want because a lot of women as well don't believe they actually can have it mm -hmm. so one of, one of the really really big signs is and while you're listening to this think back over your life and I can give you several examples over mine is notice his language mm. very early on a guy that's looking for fun or the guy that's long term speaks differently mm -hmm. you will hear him say and i know people relate to this if you ever hear i'm busy 
I'm getting over my ex. I don't know what I want. I just want to have fun. Mm -hmm. I want to take it slow. There, that's, men are quite simple. And usually his words are telling you from the get-go what his intention is long-term. And when you have the courage, trust, and ability in yourself to, to understand that and have the courage to let go quickly and put your energy to the right guy. Now, I will say something else, not to confuse it, but it is important a woman shows interest and it is important a woman communicates her needs. But generally... And I'll share a story. I met a guy, again, I attracted bad boys. I met a guy who was lovely, really nice person. I always called him the good guy with potential. And uh, he treated me really well. He was really nice to be with. But in the beginning, he said to me, I'm, I'm just out of a relationship. I'm getting over my last girlfriend. I'm not looking for anything. And did I hear that? No. <laughs> so for eight months, I kept you know, kept in contact with him. I kept wanting to meet him. And, uh, mm -hmm. of course, later on, it fizzled out. But I could have saved myself a lot of heartbreak by realizing that from the get-go. Oh, yeah. Words are a big, big clue. Yeah, it's so interesting, right? Uh, I read years ago that men are, they're telling you who they are, like, from the get-go. Right. And that really the biggest challenge is actually not that they're lying, but the biggest challenge is that we're lying to ourselves. So we're just ignoring it or we're just making some sort of like excuse to it. Right. But then if you really see the language of a confident man, uh, of a confident man, of a securely attached man. Right. It's very defined. It's very clean. Right. It's very like commitment oriented. You know, there's there's not this whole story about the past and and any indications and. And also, you know, Lana, what I see is that I bet in that moment, a woman feels something like, okay, like you have to feel like an energetic back off. There's no way that you don't feel that in that moment, right? And so just to trust that, you know, there's like, girlfriend, there's something off, okay? And, and it might be just short term. Yeah, it might be just that he's not available for a few months. And it might be that he's just not available, period, right? But to be like, Okay, and not just ignore it, right? Such a good point, Donna. Yeah, and so obvious and so measurable, right? I always say the right guy doesn't leave you guessing. You might not know the outcome, but you tend to know by his actions and words where the where the thing where it's going. Mm -hmm. You know, um, another classic example, and I'll just explain this with the the right guy doesn't keep you guessing is um, you it. What a bad, a bad boy or a player is not consistent between the dates. Yes. Mm -hmm. He can show up on a date. He can say he loves you. He can say his future. He can say the holiday you're going on. He can be great in bed. He can say, you know, be very affectionate and then nothing. And again, your gut is wrenching in between those dates. Go, why didn't he call me? Right. He said he likes me. Da, 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 da. Quality guys step up they make you a priority they make you feel safe they consider your feelings right and they want to win you over absolutely absolutely and and i so i so love that right because you know when we talk about the avoidant attachment style there is this inconsistency of response 
where like, you know, you need to stop off the earth. And then two weeks later, he pops back up and he's like, oh, I was on a trip. Oh, really? And were you like in Antarctis or something, right? Like you didn't have any cell reception. You couldn't even send a quick text message, right? So um, to really see, ladies, like don't, don't allow them to, to tell you like, you know, a fairy tale, right? I mean, you know, yeah, fairy tale, but like not the right fairy tale, right? But just really see through that, right? Like two weeks is a long time. And, and to think like, is that okay? That like, even if I'm busy and I hear this from women all the time, right? Like, you know, so when I have a first date, like how long should I wait and how long is it normal to wait? Right. So what's your response to that, Lorna? Like what, when, when a woman comes to you and says like, you know, I have my first date and you know, after how many days should I forget about it or should I text or so what's your whole take on that? Cause that is so hard. I hear this all the time. So my take on that is mirror his actions. And I can't give myself the full credit for that. I did learn this from Evan Marquette's originally. Um, but it's so on point. He, he says mirror his actions. Because if, if a guy's into you, he's into you. And if a guy's not into you, he's not into you. And if his uh, efforts are to call you quite regularly, or his efforts is just to text you, when you're calling him and answering back and for you're overcompensating for the effort he's making and you're already giving the message of you don't have to make much effort here for for this to work so it is about showing up as as who you as a confident high-valued woman and what and what i mean by that is women get confused here about um how much effort to make and you know not coming on too strong and all this get out of your head Mm -hmm. If you feel you like him, it's okay to express that. If you had a, a really great date, it's okay to say, you know what, thanks for planning the day. I really enjoyed myself. Because do, men do need to know you're interested. Mm -hmm. So to keep it really simple is just mirror his actions. Mirror his actions. And, and, and that's a good point uh, when you said about the appreciation. So is it okay to after a date to text and an appreciation, just an appreciative message without any indication about, you know, future, but just like to say as a woman, I enjoyed myself. Thank you so much for the evening. Yeah, because it's, it's just, I enjoy myself for the evening. It's not saying I want to marry you, you know. Um, but again, it's how you're showing up on a date as well. I always say when you show up on a date, you keep it light. Um, you keep it fun. You, you keep it playful. Um, you you know, too many people show up on first dates as if it's a contract. It's not a contract. It's mm -hmm. a dance. You're getting to know each other. And your, your aim should be on the date is when that guy leaves that date, he's thinking in the back of the head, I feel good. I enjoyed myself. Mm. Had a great time with her. Too many women approach dating thinking, oh, what's wrong with me? What if I mess it up? Blah, 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 blah. Don't worry about that. If you leave a skilled person, people are people and people think about themselves. So if you can leave somebody feeling good about themselves, you already mm. won the day. Mm, yeah. And another good tip too, ladies, is, is like, let him talk more, right? Men love to talk about themselves, right? About their car, what their sports or you know, whatever. And, and he'll, he'll just remember that he had a great date. 
and you all you did was listen right so <laughs> so there's something about a lot of people show up with their problems oh my ex did this oh i don't want to get hurt again the last guy cheated when you come with that energy you're showing your emotional charge if when we let go of something inside us it, we don't voice it because it doesn't, we don't have the energy behind it when a lady shows up with this energy she's carrying that still and a quality man picks up on that he doesn't want your baggage he doesn't want your he doesn't want to fix you quality people are not attracted to fixing you players are attracted to fixing you because mm -hmm. a, the only thing a player is is a is he's just a hurt guy he's yeah. just hurting so he's avoiding right right yeah it's coming from a place of fear and then he projected onto you right and absolutely it's so true and that's <clears throat> it's such a good awareness Lorna, right because i feel we have so much that resentment towards players and have this kind of condescending demeanor towards them and i love that you have such a compassionate take on that right that in reality they're just hurt and you know and that means you have to prove them constantly you know and you feel like you're you're, you're exhausting yourself right you're burning yourself out so what do you say is like some other tips that you would give single women, you know, who are constantly attracting those emotionally unavailable men and, you know, some are even about to like give it up and be like, you know what, it's just, I'm so done. It's like every week, the same thing. I and mean, we just posted on our Facebook, who loves online dating, right? And so many women were like, I'm so over it. So what would you tell them to turn their boat around and be like, no, just give it another chance, you know, with dating and and trusting the process. I always say dating online is only the medium, okay? Um, you are the common denominator, and I know a lot of dating coaches say this, in your life. And the only thing you can change is you. And I always talk about this quality woman. And when you show up as a quality woman, when you show up... Um, <laughs> When you show up with um, understanding what a man desires in a woman, you show up enjoying dates. You show up loving your life already. You show up confident, high value, having the ability to let go of the wrong guy. You become very attractive to others. So the power is always with you. And if you remember dating, right? I know people struggle with love because people tend to struggle with you know, either health or love or money or something, right? Everybody struggles with some area of their life usually, okay? Mm -hmm. Well, if you just focus on growing yourself, you'll always get there. So rather than taking that struggle energy to everything, there's so many resources out there now. Um, and if you don't know it, I met my, my partner online. And how I did that is I learned the skills to attract a colleague online. I got my profile written professionally and I now teach this because it's the same principles as in real life. Mm -hmm. uh, teaching women how to communicate their wants, needs and desires. Teaching women to understand the skill set of getting a guy to step up and be making the effort for you. Mm -hmm. And um, understanding when to let go and understanding this is worth going with. So don't blame online. Don't give up on dating. Think, 
what can I do differently to get a different result? Mm. Energy there. Yeah, awesome. And you know, another thing that I was thinking about was that when we have those sort of, sort of interviews on a date, right? And we're just, you know, we get really much in this kind of structured mode, right? It's this checklist, you know, that it really like comes from this place of, you know, anxiety, right? Like it can't be just in a space of being. And then I'm like, well, now I'm getting off the date, but I still don't know anything of the guy. So I don't know if it's worth to go on another date. And what if I find out he has a dad of three kids and drug addict and whatever, ever, you know, but I've been on 10 dates with him. So, so what do you tell women? What, what are their, how are they supposed to deal with that level of anxiety that that brings with it being just in the moment, right? What we ask them to do, you know, and to just like enjoy the date. Anything worthwhile is going to be uncomfortable. It's part of the process. And I think um, in the self-help world, mm -hmm. uh, we're told to be positive, be positive, be positive, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Negative energy tells you you're off course. Negative energy tells you you're doing something different than you've done before, and that's okay. So be okay with yourself. And yes, you show up to the date present. The only thing you need to do on a date is create connection and make them feel good. And the way to create connection is, is actually quite easy. If you can hit somebody's spot of what they, they love in their life, everybody has something they love in their life. If you speak to my partner about mountain rescue, ambulance, paramedic, he'll talk to you all day. If you talk to me about horses, I'll talk to you all day. Everybody has something that they could talk about for hours. Mm. And when you get really good at asking, well, what do you love about your life? Right. When a woman comes to a date like that, and he's dated 10 others that are going, well, you know, my last ex did this. And another, another great thing about that as well, if you do have a bad divorce or an ex or whatever, it's how you talk about it is going to make you attracted to him or not. Mm -hmm. For example, my own partner, he has an ex-wife. He never once, the whole time we were dating, speak badly about her. And I was like, wow, look what he's been through and the person, his character. And that's all you got to demonstrate. Wow, absolutely. It's so true to just, because I always say, you know, how they talk about their ex, that's how they're eventually going to be talking about you, even if it's not your, if you're not the ex, but like, you know, to their friends, to their family, right? Because it's like a certain demeanor and relationship, you know, that they have a certain level of respect and awareness that they have towards other people. Well, Lorna, we could go on and on talking about many more subjects and we're, we're coming to an end. So I'm sure the listeners are curious to hear you know, how can I learn more about what Lorna does and how can I get more involved and get more the, the Irish side of things, right? And actually see that it's not that different. So where, where can they go or what, what do you have for them? Thank you. Uh, basically, check out www.lornapoole.com and you will find there uh, the 15 biggest mistakes that keep you attracting the bad boy. And what this does is it gives you courage wisdom and the know-how of what you're tracking right now and what you can do about it so that you can focus your energy on the quality guy and this seems to be very popular so go over there and grab yours and that's that's the way to get let's get to know each other awesome so it's lornapool.com right 
Awesome. Great. That's fantastic. Well, ladies, just jump on right over there and, and grab your copy right now. And Lorna, thank you so much for being on the show. Again, my name is Antje Boyd. Find the one, uh, find the one elite .com, And I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.